It's the Saturday Friends Club. Hello, friends. Hope you're having a perfect Saturday. Oh, don't start with this. <laughs> Gag me. Uh, I hope your feline wiles are controlled. I don't. I'm okay. I'm already out of. We should. Or we should ask B for the plot summary, really, or the intro for this. Really. Our, our adorable new kitten. B. Yeah. Yeah. Me. Welcome to Saturday Friends Club. We get together, watch movies and stuff, and we find out if they're good and if they hold up. Or sometimes people just bring their little love projects to us and. We watch those too. I'm Josh. Sabrina's here. Hello. Uh, we've got Eric. I'm here. And Stefan's here. Hey, hey. You're 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 the one responsible this I week. I am responsible what, for this. What is wrong with you? <laughs> too many things to count. That's my therapist. I mean, like we understand sometimes the love of a bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've all got our we like. Well, yeah. I mean, like cool as ice. We're not gonna say that's a good movie. But this is an interesting movie. Uh, Peanut Butter Solution. We're not going to say that's a good movie, but it's definitely a watchable movie. <laughs> it's t- <laughs> Canada, what what evil hath thy wrought? Um, so, yeah. you. Uh, so, um, hi. I hope you're all prepared because uh, this week we're watching a movie I'm not sure I ever expected I was ever going to watch. Yeah, I, I thought I could get my whole life without <laughs> watching this movie. I'm so glad that you guys stuck with it, though. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm proud of all of you. We need to we need to come down this movie from from a, a position of authority. I mean, yeah. and it's also the experience. It's like I was safe from not watching this movie, but now I understand this movie. This, this podcast is like a Ouija board. It opens you up to, to to the threat of demonic possession, or in this case, having to watch Catwoman. Is Catwoman the Zozo of the like yeah. <laughs> of of your podcast? Quite possibly. Uh, yes. So, uh, Stefan, you've brought us Catwoman. I did. Um, what's what's your why Catwoman? What's your history with Catwoman? So, uh, I mean, I'm a very big comic book fan, and I love uh, Batman characters in general. And Catwoman was always one of my favorites. So, uh, this came out in like 2004. So that was right around high school times for me. And high school times are fun times because that's when everybody's starting to figure out exactly what their deal is. That's what everyone says. That's what they say allege. So, uh, Allegedly, yeah. I, I remember that I had a date with uh, a girl who ended up being my friend and who now uh, I totally despise. And um, we just... That took a turn, nice, didn't it? And then like, oh no, uh, okay, never mind. Anyways, so I, I know we, there's uh, whips in this movie, but I got a yeah. whiplash on that one. So I was just like, you know what? If I am gay, then this should not do anything for me. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to watch this film. Oh my and God. And if something this... happens and awesome, I'll be even more confused. And if nothing happens, then goody, I figured myself out to an extent. This mm-hmm. is, this is yeah. like for, uh, this is like for Kyle and Gabe, their, their, uh, basketball. The same, the same, just, just a, like a, 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 a gayness, like gum jabar test. <laughs> well, the thing that was funny for me was that I finally watched it. And I remember like being so appalled that, you know, my jaw had dropped and uh, my, you know, my date like walks over. And she's like, um, put it back in your mouth, sir. Roll up that tongue. Like, you know, this isn't like, you know, if I knew that we were going to be watching this, I would not have come because then that's means giving you ideas i'm like yeah it's like telling me that i'm not into chicks <laughs> so you're calm right down. We're, you're right we're done see you later never see you later whatever <laughs> like, you can drive yourself home right yeah this, this dump may not have gone the way you expected oh. but she's just like oh man like my parents aren't home that's cool i'm gonna go see that guy i know <laughs> see you later 
Oh my god. Fast forward years later, I married him. <laughs> Boom. Shows you Shows random you. lady. But then the funny thing is, is that like, I I wasn't a big fan of it. You know, I didn't like watching it. And then my parents thought because I went to go see it that therefore I loved the movie. Oh my god. So when it came out on DVD, my parents just bought it for me and said like, here you go, we have hope. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I started watching the featurettes, and then I was dying of laughter with the featurettes because, you know, the actors in any featurette will defend their film regardless of what it is. So, you know, Halle Berry is sitting there, and she's like, so, um, you know, I really love this film. Like, P. Toff is such a phenomenal director, and I looked him up, and he's done nothing. And um, <laughs> the the one funny bit that I just laugh at every single time is just two bits of this featurette where – She's talking about the choreographer for the film. And she's like, and you know, like, let's call her Sarah. She's like, and you know, Sarah's just amazing. And frankly, like, um, she's so good at her job that I started calling her the nickname Cat Expert. Because she's so good at watching cats. And I'm standing there going like, that's not a nickname. That is a title. Secondly, why are you proud of that? Because she's like, you know, coquettishly like perks up a shoulder. She like, you know, nudges it with her chin. She's just like Cat Expert. I'm like, all right. Yeah, that's, that's not a good name you give to somebody that's just like, hey, cat expert, how are you today? Exactly. Or then uh, Sharon Stone, like, you know, looking like she just rolled out of bed to do this interview. So she her hair is crazy. Did, yeah. She probably did. She's slurring a little bit. And she's just like, at one point, Hallie and I just start whipping each other's tails. And I'm sitting there watching this film or featurette, and I'm just like dying. It was just so awesome to watch. Um, I feel there's like tons of missed opportunities with this film, as we all think, I think. Um, frankly, I think that they should have brought in one of the original Catwomen to uh, play at least the old lady character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that could have been like Eartha Kitt. Yeah, it could have been Eartha Kitt. It could have been Julie Newmar. It could have been Lee Merriweather. Uh, you have, um, I mean, this whole film is just like riddled with problems from the beginning because it took like 10 years to make. Originally, it started with Michelle Pfeiffer, and then from there it went to Ashley Judd, and then it finally landed on Halle Berry because they had to make a movie because in 2004, Superman versus Batman was supposed to come out, Mm -hmm. and then that Superman Returns film, like, bombed, and nobody wanted it, so the the studio was just like, quick, we still have Catwoman, Eh." and they just, like, pushed it into the pool and hoped that it could swim, which it did not. Oh, boy. That's, I mean, that's, because, oh, God, that's, that's terrible. I know. It just gets worse from here. <laughs> oh yeah, and like you're yeah. like missed opportunities. There's no hope in this episode. No. no, none. This is a this is a squarely bad movie. I would I, I would just say at the top like it's really bad. This is a this is a like bad like bad but like watchably bad. Like you can watch yes. this to make fun of this movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is this is riff tracksable. Like, yes, this is extremely. A, this is a good drinking night with your friends and you don't want to go out because you're in your PJs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. We'll do the check. Eric, you had not seen this. I had not. Uh, I wish I could go back to those more innocent days. <laughs> Sabrina, had you seen this? Yes, I've seen it. Boy. I didn't think it was that bad when I first saw it, to be honest. It wasn't until later where everyone was like, oh, this movie's so bad. I was like, really? Yeah, I guess so, but... I honestly didn't think it was that bad. You you know, you're having that sexy basketball time with me. I yeah, mean, sexy I'm also one-on-one. just like... I think we've all had a sexy basketball <laughs> time in one part of our lives. I, I can definitively say I have not. I mean, maybe not with a basketball. I mean, it's like that. Okay, but that really opens that question. Like, just just imagine that play of the scene, and it's like sexy Warhammer instead. You know, just like, uh, yeah, yeah, (laughs) or like Battleship. 
<laughs> I, sexy battleship. I, that I same just, music playing in the background. Just, you just got a peg and you're just like putting it between your teeth. Like mm-hmm. just, that just reminded me of the Austin Powers second film where they're like playing chess. Oh yeah. Just reminded me of that. <laughs> yeah, this no yeah, no better way to like to like just get all show your sensuality and really seduce your your Benjamin Bratt in your life. I love the justification for the costume, by the way. It's uh, so bad. It's so bad. First of all, they got an Oscar award winning costume designer, the guy who did Moulin Rouge's costumes, oh. to design and work on this costume. But then the list of people who were involved with it is too many. The producers, the director, costume designer, Halle Berry, and like five other people were involved. And it's just like too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the commentary, that Pitoff is just like, you know, when we had the costume design, I wanted her to be a warrior, but also be sensual and be be more stinky like cat you know we have to see her ribs like you would with a cat and i'm like cats have fur that <laughs> you can't see most of ribs because most cats could be chubby <laughs> so like is she a naked cat so then that brings up a whole mess of other things like I what want, kind of cats did you use for this i would like her to be a cat but uh since i'm a man directness i would also like to uh, jerk off and uh <laughs> so she will be uh sexy her sexy out- yet not her sexy and also outfit will make no sense like, also, we have to realize that she has to be tactile and she has to make her own costumes. So, like, she has to have already costume. And that's where her friend, sassy friend Sally, and her gay friend Lance, who we never see again after Man Sandwich, 12 o'clock, uh, give it to her. It, it's just such a mess. He feels like a character who is like, they shot it and they're like, oh, no, we can't have a, we can't have a gay character in this movie. Just. Yeah, and then just got rid of him. I bet you, like, he had this whole subplot in there. Like, trying to help her, like, deduce everything. Maybe helped her make the costume. Yeah, Yeah. they're just sitting there, like, basically. Like, they're they're the oracle. They're just like, no, Catwoman, don't go in there. Don't go in there, Catwoman. No. (laughs) I'm going to save you. Maybe he was a cat in one one version. At one point. Because this movie went through a lot of, like, writing. Well, it's just funny because, like, at some point, you're watching it, and then you realize, wait a minute, she hasn't changed out of her outfit in two days. Yep. Neither have anybody else. Yeah, they just like shot every, it all, they, Like, yeah, they, they shot it all in one go. They just completely re- redid the whole bit, and you're just like, ah. <laughs> then you have, like, your angry metrosexual box, boss who's just like, you know, this is all garbage, plus get a manicure, you yeah. disgusting human well, being. Tell you <laughs> what, uh, let's, let's start getting down into the points of Ooh. it. So let me see how I'm going to do my transition on this one. Let's talk about dying and getting magical powers of a cat. Uh, let's talk about uh, evil pharmaceutical companies. Uh, let's talk about sexy basketball. Uh, let's talk about man sandwiches. Let's, uh, let's talk about being like being like super horny while in the hospital. <laughs> Let's talk about being like third best to be in this film. <laughs> what what would Ooh. you what would you like to talk about? I'm good. Okay. okay. <laughs> Let's talk about cats. All right. Talk about cats, man. Let's, Let's, talk, Let's talk, a- talk about cats, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk
All right, let's do this. I'm already exhausted. I feel slinky. <laughs> I feel like a cat who's just gonna like keel over to the floor and just like sleep. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. All right, let's talk about this film. So, artist and graphics designer Patience Phillips is a meek people pleaser whose main support is her best friend and overly sexed friend, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> just mm. so this, char- th- this character already off the bat is so weird. I know. And it's just like, you know, she flirts with everybody, but then you find out that she's stealing cosmetics using her body. Yeah, well, she's also like constantly very concerned about Halle Berry. Like, is she is she banging Brendan Bratt? Yeah. That's like big, big news to her. Yeah, that's like her shtick. Um, and her her outfit at the very beginning is just like all these ridiculously flowing layers. <laughs> like, Halle Berry's, yes. yeah. Halle Berry yeah, is oh, just kind of like patience is moment. like a poncho on top of a rain jacket it's, on top. They're of trying a, to make her look frumpy. Yes, yeah. This is what I want to talk about. At the top of this is like there's multiple movies that do this, but they 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 get a really like attractive, like talented actress, and they have like oh we have to make her like dumpy. And yeah. this, that happened to Charlize Theron, like, all the time. So, like, Halle Berry does not know how to act like... She's trying to act like... like She's, like, a clumsy nerd, but it's, like, impossible because she's, like, early aughts Halle Berry. Yes. Even, she, even she's like, her, I've yeah. done monster ball, bastard. Like, yeah, let's do this. The best she can do is just wear, like, an insane outfit, and she just kind of, like, walks, like, straight-armed oh, I'm, around. I'm all of a sudden uh, just really self-conscious. Uh, just, I'm falling ever. Oh. Or, like, you know, meek, meekly spoken, or I love that scene where... She's trying to tell the people to like keep it down yeah. in the party next door, like the first time. She's in like pigtails and she's in like like fluffy pajamas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like you know they're really trying to infantilize her before they turn her into a woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This movie's got to go from zero to a hundred in terms of the like sexualization of women. Also, yeah. also we should mention that uh, basically, Patient Phillips, not Selena Kyle. Yes. So, so already like divorced one level from like the entire Catwoman like storyline because we're yes. just it's somebody completely different. Yeah. Yes. Like divorced from it, but also it's kind of like straddling the line slash adjacent to it in a conversation that we could it's, get into a little bit it's, later. It's divorced from it, but it is stuck in like a lengthy like litigation process. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So Patience works for a cosmetics company called Hedare Beauty, which is uh, getting ready to ship a new skin cream called Biolin, or as the boss guy calls it, Biolin, or <laughs> as uh, Sharon Stone says it, Biolin. <laughs> so uh, that is able to reverse the effects of aging. However, when Patience visits the R&D laboratory facility to deliver a redone design ad, uh, she overhears a discussion between the head scientist, Dr. Ivan Slavicki, and Laurel Hedare, the wife of company owner George Hedare, played by none other than Sharon Stone, uh, about the dangerous side effects from the continued use of this product. By the way, I love that he's like, I don't care that they yeah. didn't see the nausea, the headaches, the, the you know, loose bowels, the fact that, like, they're... <laughs> Growing humps, like those are things that I could well, live with. Well, let's just say that, yeah, it's this beauty cream that has all these where it causes like your face to melt off. You use it for long enough, yeah. And they're talking about like, no, we can't delay the release of this beauty cream. Like, why? Well, so if you stop using it, then it melts your face. But if you keep using it, then it's fine. Then, well, it, then it gives you superpowers, right? It gives but you superpowers. Like, it's just like it just seems like I think you could delay the release a little bit for that. Yeah, and then uh, the part where he's just like, and what we you know, grow to gain from consumers getting their fix 
I could deal with it being addicting. But well, these side effects, people, it's so like, come on, man. Here's the, here's like, there are many, many uh, plot holes in this movie. Yes. Um, the number one fact is the fact that there's like, she needs to deliver this, these updated images. Her, the Merovingian um, threatens to fire her. Uh, yes. And then. By midnight. Yes. Yeah. Has to deliver this. So she spent, pretty much takes an all nighter. Can't get it shipped there in time, so she has to deliver it to herself. She goes to the door to deliver to find out that her key card doesn't work, um, but then decides to go through like a back door and through like a few security checkpoints, completely like unawares. Meanwhile, I guess there was a dude just in the parking lot. There's like a guard in the parking lot like, smoking. Like, could not go to him and say, hey, sorry, I'm here. I just need to get in. Could you buzz me in for this? Yeah. Like, no, she's just going to be like, I'm just going to see if I could make my way through all these back doors. Well, that they just left the, they left the door to the secret lab where they're having their evil plans just unlocked. Just like completely unlocked. It's oh. like worst, also, was worst that, guard ever. Was that in both the office like and the factory where they're making the... No, so the office is in like the hub of the main city city where which we do not know the name of and then you have like on the outskirts of town you have like the factory but the, but it's on like an island which has like a 200 foot cliff on one side yes, yeah it's like the somehow. arkham yeah yeah, yeah i was like gonna say arkham. like this is arkham yeah and then she gets like you know well we can get into like how she uh finds herself dead oh uh, one yeah. great thing that sabrina uh, enjoyed is the fact that if you're an artist but you get a desk job you immediately just divorce you, you have you're no, no longer an artist Cause yeah. yeah, but she she says that later. I think she says that right at the beginning. She's like, I yeah. should have been an artist by now, but instead I'm working for graphic design. But and it's like graphic impressed. design is yeah, an that's, art. That's People an actually position. go to school to be a graphic designer. And can we just get into the point that at the very beginning, where she's like, you know, the day that I died was the day that I started to live. But we'll talk about that later. It's like, okay, so she has like this big full monologue at the beginning, but then by the end of the movie, they completely get rid of that yeah. portion. Can, can we also talk about how the, uh, I know we're backtracking a lot through here. Can we talk about how the beginning of the movie is just this slow pan through like Egyptian cats? The longest, and, like, yeah. it's like a nine hour opening credit sequence like, establishing let, cats throughout history. Like, hey, cats are a thing. Have you ever heard of a cat? Like, I, we didn't play this as like the intro, but this is literally just like, all right, everyone. Everybody, get ready. It's Catwoman. And it's basically the same Egyptian Mao cat that's been photoshopped onto all these, like, old pictures or paintings. And all the pictures have been, like, also photoshopped to show, like, that these women are wearing masks with cat ears yes, on it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And sometimes some of them really, pretty bad. <laughs> oh, some really bad photoshop. Some yeah. of them are really yeah, bad. Yeah, some of them, like, terrible. I mean, the implication is, like, there have been Catwoman throughout history, and they've all worn this dumb mask. Yes. Uh, they're, they're like the, you know, the Dread Pirate Roberts of Catwoman. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, let's see. Anything else we should get before the transformation? Uh, we have we have the scene where uh, she is dangling outside of her apartment trying to save said cat. Yes, so she tries to go uh, out there to save the uh, Egyptian Mao, and Benjamin Bratt's character, uh, Detective Lone, rhymes with Sloan, Bone. <laughs> Not that rhyming's important. Oh, you gonna take Sloan to the bone zone? She, she was like a character out of brides, like, like bridesmaids. Yeah, she just Sally's character is just completely sex driven. It's calling crazy. her up on the phone, like yeah, like, like did you get any? It's like yeah. what? 
Yeah, do you, Anyways. you gotta tell me how you fucked Benjamin Bratt. Yeah, so Benjamin <laughs> Bratt's character... We're all just waiting. Yeah, know. exactly. And she's just, like, waiting by the phone, like, eating food, just, like, <laughs> desperate. Like, come on, Patience. Anyways, Benjamin Bratt's character thinks that Patience is trying to kill herself. He rescues her right before her AC box, like, you know, throws her to her death. Um, and they later find out that, you know, that there's this cat that she was actually trying to save, and he was kind of surprised by that, so... <laughs> yeah. And, and then this leads to the later scene at the office where he shows up, basically because she left her wallet, and he's yes. just like, "I'm gonna be freaky and take this to you at the office." And then he's just like, "Oh, I love your artwork. It reminds me of early Chagall. You know, something about the French masters." And it's like, first of all, what? <laughs> like, how do you even discover that? Did you just stop by your office first, Google her artwork somehow, and then go to her place? Of business. Uh, I mean, he said he saw the paintings on her wall, and then he like Googled it later. How would you describe that? It's just like I swishes. Like, I really don't know. Swishes. It really does on not canvas. seem like the type that is just like, oh, I'm really into paintings. Um, Googling. He's d- Googling fine art. No, he even makes a joke about the fact that he had to Google it uh, just to impress her. Yeah, but like, I mean, her artwork, I mean, the artwork you see is kind of pretty, so you just have to wonder, like, what exactly did he use? As a descriptor. Yeah, because especially search. looking at artist signatures, I guess you could look at the signature, but like most artist signatures are really hard to read unless you're Picasso and actually just wrote your whole friggin' signature across one of your paintings just one time just for funsies. Took a tip, picture and did a Google. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> took a picture and did a Google image search. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, going back to patience, she gets uh, killed by a bunch of water and yeah. uh, gets pretty well, she, much drowns and she ends up in the pipe like the fugitive yeah she ends up in the pipes <laughs> of the fugitive and they just like flush the pipes out ah. she goes drowns loses like her jacket and all of her stuff so basically she's still in her frumpy outfit somehow gets dragged ashore by cats and then yeah. in a very dramatic scene with a CGI cat uh, he breathes into her her eyes convert to cat eyes and then she wakes up with cat vision which is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. She has like the she has like daredevil's powers. She has daredevilish powers. Uh, makes it back to her apartment, and then cat behavior begins. <laughs> and this be well, this also begins Halle Berry's like insane performance in this movie, where she has to like, she's a human, but then she's pretending to be a she acts like a cat all the time. Yeah, like as I kind of as I mentioned before the podcast, like it feels like somebody heard like. Uh, we need more writers for Catwoman. And then the moment someone heard Catwoman just started r- just wildly scribbling on a napkin. And they're just like, I know it. I know it. I know it. And it's just like, it's a DC co- property comics. And they're just like, nope, shut up. Shut up. I got this. I got this cat. So she's going to act like a cat. It's like, you know what we need? A cat expert. <laughs> she's going to just sit there like eating tuna I out mean, of like multiple cans. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, every Catwoman, like... I'm not like not even referencing the comic books, but like that have been shown on TV. They do do the typical like they kind of do the pun thing where they say things like meow or that's perfect. Like they've all done that, but none have gone to the full extent of going full cat like yeah. this yeah. Catwoman did. Yeah. Well, except for Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt's rendition of Catwoman was very feline mm-hmm. so she would go like like mm, totally perfect you know she oh would like stretch out she'd do like the claw thing uh-huh. but it was campy because it was a campy show that she was on yeah she was so on she had one. to do that mm-hmm. there was no reason for Halle Berry's cat- Catwoman to do that right at all yeah 
Uh, and and speaking to the point of like the Christopher Nolan Catwoman is just like, hi, I'm Catwoman. How are you? Hey, hey what's up? Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> and she didn't even like say that her name was Catwoman. No, she went by no. the cat. Yeah, like, yeah. like hey, then, yeah. What's what's Told the most uninteresting Catwoman ever. Yes, very much. <laughs> like you could, you could definitely, if you were going to rank, and you actually mentioned like the ranking of Catwoman's, like that one from the Nolan verse might as well just be the worst, just because it's just like, hey guys, what's going on, Catwoman? Hey. I feel like Michelle Pfeiffer went to the film secretly in disguise and was just like, this is what you get. Yeah, she's <laughs> in there. Try to replace me. She's got, she, yeah, she's drinking. She's got the tea. She's got her tea just like yeah. watching this film. She's like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, I thought Michelle Pfeiffer said she didn't want to do Catwoman again because she didn't like the suit. Yeah. So she was interested up to a point, And then it was like, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Because it was supposed to, they were supposed to, allegedly, they were supposed to make this film like a year or two years after uh, Batman Returns. Oh, okay. But then again, like, just, it kept getting pushed out and out and out. And finally, finally, she was like, I'm too fucking old for this shit. <laughs> she was just like, I want to be with my kids. Aww. Like, I think that was her argument. Like, I'm kind of done doing this movie thing for a while. Fair. Okay. Yeah, yeah, which was fair. fair. And then Ashley Judd got it, and she wanted to do it for the longest time. And then finally, just one day, she was like, nope, outsies, done. And then they're like, well, who's big now? And they're like, Halle Berry. <sighs> so they went to her. Okay. Well, how about we CGI most of her? Yes. Yes, let's do that. Or the fact that, like, if you're going to have her run across the rooftops, have her run like a cat and not parkour it deep. Or I guess she did parkour a little bit. Yeah, but then they also showed her, like, running around on all fours like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, first of all, our bodies aren't made for that. That would be really hard on you. Yeah, really tough. Anyways, so after Patience starts realizing that she's been acting a little bit more, like, cat-like, she, um... Or immediately after, you know, she comes to from, like, being dead, she goes to the cat owner's uh, eccentric researcher and owner, Ophelia <laughs> Powers, lost opportunity for any older cat woman to just jump in and take that role. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, it would have been fantastic to have Eartha Kitt or Lee Merriweather or um, Julie Newmar just, like, pop in and just give this whole speech. And like, you can see them doing it. It was amazing. And mm-hmm. she lives in a, she lives in like a quirky cottage like in the middle of New York. It's the house from up. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Surrounded by city. And go, it's yeah. just like this little little house. And, and literally like looking at the buildings outside, I half assumed that like her her work office was across the street. Yeah, like, you'd have to wonder because like it, it, yeah, everything just yeah. Basically, uh, you know, they start talking. She's like, You seem out of sorts, my dear. What's going on? She's like, um, I don't remember much of yesterday. Your cat's freaking me out. Like, I just want to go. And she's like, well, you can come back if you have questions. I'm always here. And then throws catnip at her. Mm-hmm. Like a ball of catnip. Like and, she's, and, and Halle Berry proceeds to, like, rub it all over her face. And then she's just like, catnip. And you're just like, okay. And then Halle Berry <laughs> walks away. <laughs> With catnip all over her lips. This catnip how, all over her lips. Yeah, that uh, was the point where it's just like, okay, movie. I see the mistakes you're making. It's like, okay. Because up like, to this point, it's been Up to this point, flawless. it's been like... It's been, been decent. Yeah. I guess. Complete bangers the whole way. But then, way. like, Hedera starts yelling at her. Her boss, she's back in the office. He's just like, where, where are you? Like, what? Oh, oh, and then she's oh. just like, oh, God, I'm not listening. And then he's, you know, basically, he's just like, I'm done with you. And she's like, I'm sorry. 
And then he yeah, because like, she's you know, having the split personality thing yeah, where it's like the Catwoman every once in a while is just like, oh, I don't care. Oh, doing this. And then all of a sudden it'll be like, no, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm patience again. Whoa. That is very cat like. Just like, let me do the remix. <laughs> I'm sorry that I ever wasted my time on you. And then it's like, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. What did I do? And you're just like, oh, OK. It, it's there's a though, there's a bizarre scene that happens where basically she gets fired at that point and everybody leaves. Or and then that the boss leaves and everybody in the office goes, Yay! yeah. Well, she told off the boss. Yeah, yeah. but Everyone, it's just funny like, to see just everybody in an office just go like, woo! You got fired. <laughs> Meanwhile, the boss is you at lost the your elevator. job. <laughs> he's, he's 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 gonna go, he's gonna go like he's angry. He's gonna go like sulk off and then go like jack into the matrix. <laughs> there we go. Anyways, so uh, you know she's fired. Off they go. Her friend Sally starts exhibiting weird signs and faints in the middle of the street. Go to the hospital. You know, what's going on? She's like, I don't know. Like, whatever. Um, By the way, this stuff I've been rubbing my face constantly is great. Yeah, but exactly. I have all these headaches. Uh, favorite part. You know, she's walking down the street. Dogs start barking at her because, of course, they sense that she's a cat. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so she's just, like, hissing at them. Mm -hmm. and she's like, I'm sorry. What was that? And she's like, allergies? I think is that when she sees the Maybe. necklace. Oh, yeah, the necklace. And then it gets superimposed in the reflection like you see, yeah. like it on there, and you know, I bet she's Pete Toff was happy about that yeah, shot. Yeah, he's just like, oh, good, yes. Yes, that's a good <laughs> shot. That's exactly what I want. I am visual designer Pete <laughs> I, um, I have one name. Is, is, is around the time right now the basketball? Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Sally tells patients, go and fix it with your cop because yeah. you ditched him for Girl, a coffee go, date. Go get some of that Benjamin Brad. The go day she something. died, I'm so sorry I died and I missed our date. Yeah, he, call, <laughs> I mean, he calls her and he's just like, hey, it's me. I'm at the coffee shop and you're not here. So I guess bye. And it's like, wow, that's a little passive aggressive. For a a cop, little but bit. Whatever. <laughs> There's a lot of women so who, want the, who want this Benjamin Brad. I guess he's doing a like talk at a school and a then, scared straight program. Yeah, but yeah. All, he says, all he says is like, basically, it's like, don't be bad. All right, now let's play, bit, let's play basketball. <laughs> And then they go out to the basketball court, and in a scene that would never exist, the kids say, hey, why don't you play basketball against this older lady that just showed up? And then all the kids kind of just stand around them going, oh, yeah, woo, yeah, as like they have a completely pointless basketball scene, to which you can see my probably the most annoying part of this movie which is any action thing is going to be jump cut jump cut jump cut jump cut well, cuz oh, they, they have to keep oh, cutting for like they can only shoot them from the waist up cuz when it's down it's like a it's, it's like a man doing the like, the dribbling and precision basketball stuff so it makes for an extremely disjointed scene. Oh, Halle yeah. Barry's body double was actually a man. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, no, that oh. was that was like, I, I caught that too. That was like, yeah, that's yeah. definitely. <laughs> Them's man's hands. Wow. <laughs> but, so they play a very cat-like, you know, cat and mouse game of basketball. She's doing jumps and flips. She's got cat vision. Benjamin Brett, for some weird reason, shows his torso. It's really weird. Yeah, it's really <laughs> awkward. It's just like, okay, we get it. You're hot for her it's good job meanwhile you've shown your chest for this lady in front of a whole bunch of children good job yeah, yeah. exactly like cool. aren't you on the clock right now police officer <laughs> <laughs> like shouldn't you uh be working with the kids and then at the end she wins her point or scores or whatever and then the kids are like can we have our ball back it's like that would be the actual acting of children. It's like, dude, why are you playing with our stuff <laughs> yeah exactly i only get like 15 minutes of recess yeah God. 
Well, I mean, she does like run up walls and stuff. Like none of them seem that super surprised that she has like matrix powers. Yeah, like at some point, like you see like a bunch of girls like behind a chain link fence for some reason, like cheering her on. And then you're just like, okay, so the girls realize that she's being kind of cool, quote unquote. But like the guys are just like hanging around. And also, I mean, you're you don't realize that this is not weird. Like (laughs) she's doing backflips with a ball. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Again, there was a writer that just went just wrote down basketball scene and then just like circled it and underlined it. And they left it until it's just like, okay, what's the script say? Basketball scene. Basketball scene. Uh, so fast forward to patients just being back at home. Uh, there's a um, a rowdy bar across the alleyway to her. It's like a house pissed. party, I thought it's it was. Like, I, is it a house party or a bar? It looks I like, a, it looks like a house party. Apartment. Yeah, it was a house yeah. party, but so it was populated like a, by like the guy from Nickelback. Yeah. <laughs> I call Chad Kroger's like, like, there, just like her. <laughs> Gross Jesus. I call him Gross Jesus because he's just like gross and Look he looks like Jesus. <laughs> so anyway, she goes over. She like you know gets into an argument and then she starts like really showing her cat skills. Knocks down a door, grabs like the keg hose, turns it into a whip. Yeah, you know, and then basically so lame. Like favorite, part, my favorite lines from these from this film is her lines because she's like, "Did you hear that? It's called silence. That's all they ever wanted." <laughs> she like walks off. It's like thanks for the party. It's like, why'd you whisper that? Goes, you know, you hear like the bam, bam, bam music. She like pulls that leather outfit that she swore she would never wear. Well, it mm-hmm. says for dating emergencies. And it's got like it. zippers on the cups where yeah. the breasts will be. Yes. It's just like, that, that, why the, does she have that there? That looks very uncomfortable. She, she knows she walks to the bathroom, like reveals like okay, two scissors yeah. and starts cutting away. She at cuts her, like, her own hair with mm-hmm. scissors in each hand. Yeah. Like what? She Edward scissor hands. Yes, she's Edward Scissorhands. To end up getting uh, John and Kate plus eight hairdo. So then that way she can go complain to a manager about something. Or like what? Turns into Karen. (laughs) Turns into Karen. Yeah, Karen. Uh, You know, uh, bleaches her hair, puts on the outfit, uh, does not use a door, jumps out a window. Whose motorcycle is that? Steals a motorcycle. It belongs to the guy from the party. Oh, yeah. You hear him, hey, I'm a bike. Oh, uh, I missed that. Off she goes. She enters in a jewelry store the place where she finds like the cat yeah claw necklace so she, she was wants. outside looking at the necklace and then notices inside that there is a heist going on and she's like well awesome and she's just like amateurs there's two cartoon you know? burglars in all black outfits little ski masks it was three of them wasn't it or three i think it's three yeah, there was yeah. Three. the uh animation that they did could have easily been done by a person and then uh basically she just does a bunch of flips does capoeira uh as we soon discover in the featurette uh, mostly this gentleman who did all of her moves was phenomenal. And then it ends with the obligatory meow. Yeah. Knocking a guy out. Steals a bunch of jewelry, but leaves the mask behind, which is kind of stupid. Yeah. Because you would assume that this place has security cameras. So uh, oh, like, oh, sweet DNA. Neat. Exactly. Everywhere. Like she leaves just a bunch of proof. And she wakes up the next day to find all of this jewelry on her bed and she's like oh my gosh freaks out gets rid of all of it but one but one the cat claw necklace um favorite part of that bit is the obligatory disgusting cop in the background going like 
They even say she jumps around like a cat. What should we call her? Like cat chick? <laughs> cat, cat broad. broad. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, brah, brah, brah. and you're like, okay. Yeah. Was, all right, writer number twelve. Kept that in. That it's, was so lame. It's like, all right. And then, you know, they find, you know, to show her being back to like people pleasing Patience Phillips, she returns the stolen jewelry and gives them cupcakes. <laughs> the, and the handwriting expert scene is the handwriting expert nuts. scene is so stupid because yeah. it's like so were they written by the same person? Well, it's not exact science, and then goes into but, the science of the freaking handwriting. Yeah. The spacing on this O represents loneliness. Like what? Like loneliness. Like she wants you to come but, to her, but this other one, she's angry. Well, okay. Like the line about like get these two women in the same room and you get a hell of a party. Like what? <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, exactly. You got like, what? you got a lonely, quiet woman and a like aggressive, loud woman together, and they're gonna make a good party. Uh, I also like the part where like the detective brings up the oh well, actually this comes a little bit later. Like so, anyways, um, she's realizing that she's behaving completely erratically, so she goes back to Ophelia Powers and you know tries to figure out what's going on. And Ophelia goes like, "I knew you'd be back when you were ready." It's like, all right. You find out that she was a doctor of history. Uh, apparently, she did not get tenure because of "quote unquote" male academia. Part of me is like, if you're running around the college telling that there are cat women, <laughs> maybe you won't maybe get, you get tenure. Because, maybe you didn't get tenure from your like PhD <laughs> doctorate on cat women. It's crazy, ridiculous. Anyways, so she talks about how midnight represents the goddess Bast. You know, the good, the duality in women, just like a cat. Uh, she basically tells Patience, do you want to know what happened to you the other night? Patience says, yes. She's like, you died. And then as they're talking about how Midnight gives gave her her powers, pushes her off of the second story balcony mm-hmm. that they're on. And then she lands on all fours. Yeah. And she's like, you're not the only one that this happened to. Look. And then reveals a bunch of Catwoman. And then if you if you look really closely, there's an image of Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman yep. amongst the crowd. Oh, is there? Yeah. So this just, is a future Catwoman. It's then. like, you know, just like, you know. There are cat women that came before you. Is like you are a cat woman, you know, incredibly like powerful, very, you know, independent. You can do anything. Gives her what will ultimately become her cat mask. Mm-hmm. So, patient sitting on a roof basically says, Somebody killed me and I got to find out who and why. And oh, then enter. Because she doesn't remember what happened that night she when doesn't. she transformed. She doesn't remember what happened, but she knows that she died. So, she is going to go and figure it out. And then. In comes the most bizarre oh. walking on a I was gonna cityscape. Say, just real quick, my I, I, we, we, we skipped over one thing, which was when she goes. I, I just remember this when she goes and busts up the party. Uh, like the guys are being loud, and that she t- she yells again. They ignore her, and she like looks down, and midnight's there, and he gives her this like, "You gonna put up with that shit?" Look, and she's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah," just, just like cat up. eyes happen. Yeah, and she off she goes. <laughs> so the cat is like gesticulating to her, like, eh. Mm-hmm. It's like it's her Jiminy Cricket of yes. cat women. <laughs> <laughs> that cat is always Let your there. conscience be your guide. Let yeah. your conscience be your guide. Also steal some crap. Yeah. <laughs> also, girl, go get go get Benjamin Brat. Go get yours. Go get yours, Patience. So Patience, under the cover of darkness, searches for answers about who killed her and goes back to the scene of the crime where she finds the head scientist, Slavicki, murdered. Um, random janitor two, Caesar. And sounds the alarm, and off she runs to just try and escape. Before all of this happened, oh, sorry, I skipped over a bit. Uh, she finds one of the people who killed her, right, and stalks him in the night to a nightclub. Yeah, she like she like seduce stalks him, and then she like goes to this weird like dance slash S and M club and like grabs a whiff. 
Yes. It's a really weird. Catwoman whip. Um, this is where she's really also, we should establish that wherever she is walking, she is runway walking. Yeah, runway walking down the whole bit. The fun part is that allegedly she did a week's worth of training sessions with a whip for like 90 minutes a day <sighs> to be able to crack the whip. But if you watch the featurette, she only used the whip once and then the rest is basically like the hilt with like the green dots on it and her going. <laughs> so, what the yeah, fuck? it's really funny just to hear her go like, oh, yeah, I studied hard for this. Meanwhile, Michelle Pfeiffer actually did the study and did all of the whip tricks herself. Yeah. So it's just like, come on. Yeah. Why do all the work and then not actually do do it when it matters? Yeah. That makes no sense. I love where she's just like white Russian. Hold this. Hold that. Oh, hold my this, God. Hold yeah. everything. It's just straight, straight cream. cream. Straight up. <laughs> and, then, and then he giggles when she like, you know, licks her lips. She, yeah, she licks her lip like, and her. I, I get this all the time. and It's totally uh, uh, not annoying. Oh, you. Even though as an actual bartender, that would be hella annoying. Also, just like, say, what has he seen? Also, she life. licks her lips yeah. and her makeup, her like lipstick is still it's, it's, perfect. Yeah, it's yeah perfect. her lipstick is perfect, which <laughs> coincides with the whole L'Oreal Catwoman campaign that oh went out or something like that. Oh. Like, be like Catwoman. Don't ruin your lipstick. <laughs> Don't anyway, watch this movie. She basically beats up thug number one. Uh, she's just like, you know, what's going on? He's like, I don't know. Something going on with Beeline. And she's like, oh, and Hedera's covering it up. So she goes to investigate, finds Slavicki dead, and then off she runs. Uh, for some weird reason, she cracks a whip for the alarms to nobody's amusement because nobody's surrounding her. Yeah. And off she runs. Um, pretty much cut to Laurel. You know, um, Laurel Hedare, played by Sharon Stone, Stone, is like the unloved, beautiful wife of Hedare. Every one of her lines about how much, how terribly he treats her. Yes. Only and time, like, last time he was, he's talked to me was when he said, I do, or something. Or the last beautiful thing he said to me was, I do. Right. Um, you know, she's being threatened because she's no longer going to be the face of Hedera Cosmetics. It's going to be Drina. And so she's really insecure about the fact that she's aging. Um, it's a lot of interesting, like, dynamics between her and her husband. Mm -hmm. But then it cuts to Halle Berry going to the mansion, having an awkward fight with her and her PJs. <laughs> And then, um, why is Sharon Stone also have ninja powers in this movie? Yes, so she like you know shows up with yeah, it's ridiculous. I guess the cosmetics give her magical like yeah, fighting yeah. powers, <laughs> but uh, you know she's just like I like to help. I'd like to you know I wish I could say that I thought he was innocent, like fight for him, but I'm just not surprised anymore. And she's like, how do I reach you? And she's like, well, I'm not exactly listed. She's like, here, take my phone. It's <laughs> like. If what Every one of their lines, yeah, they're weird. helping each other. Every one of their, her lines is like, well, how about this? Well, what if this happened? Well, here's my phone. Oh, thank you very much. Yes, thank you. It's just like, yes, we are having an actual conversation because we are people. <laughs> this is how people talk. Yeah, the, that was a really weird conversation. And just like any conversation that she has is bizarre. Uh, <laughs> there's a deleted scene where they actually try and show Hedera being like a kind individual where, you know, Patience is crying in the bathroom. She's just like, don't let him treat you that way. Like, never let him see you cry. And then she turns to the window and, like, touches her face. She's like, never. And you're just like, okay, so she clearly is a human being who cares about other people. And maybe it's a good thing. But they showed really early that she was the villain. Like, they could have definitely, like, made it a red herring that it was the husband and then show it to be her later. Mm -hmm. um, anyways, basically, there's, like, a long bit where Catwoman goes to where uh, Hedera's hanging out. He's at a uh, opera show weird Cirque du Soleil Cir fish yeah. thing and uh, what ends up happening 
basically she threatens him, scratches him, says like, you know, I'm going to pretty much kill you. But then the cops come in because they realize that Catwoman's like out and about. So, um, yeah. And then it just kind of tails, dovetails in there. Like, I'm trying to think of what else happens. Uh, we'll see. I'm um, looking at this. Uh, I mean, it just leads to the ending. Yeah. Se- uh, later on, Laurel murders her husband for his infidelity and admits to having Dr. Sil- Silvecki killed because he wanted to cancel the product's release. Oh, I um, love There's the- also the <laughs> other. <laughs> well, there's also the other model that died around this time, too. Right. Because yeah. if you remember, uh, what is her? Um, not Ophelia, but the the the. What what's the lady the the who turns out to be the villain? Oh, uh, Laurel. Laurel. So Laurel basically is getting replaced for this other model because yeah. she's finally starting to show her age. She's an they, ancient forty years old. Yes, uh, and basically they're just like, oh, we have to get rid of you, and so she also dies. They um they sh- they show. I love when she finally calls Catwoman to help her to and slash frame her. Um, you know, it's on a on a phone that has video and she like turns and she's draped in red. Mm-hmm. The sun's out and she's just like, um, you know, I need you to come over right away. It's like, why did, who set this up for you? And how did you get a video? Yeah. that's rude. Who's the camera crew that did your makeup? Like this is very well. <laughs> well, staged. I mean, yeah. yeah, she's got like her entire, when there, that entire like turn happens and basically it's like, Oh, I killed him. And here's the weapon, throws it to it. Like it's this whole like little play. And then like the moment that it's she's just the stupidest she just like hits the alarm and immediately is just like <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like that's like a straight up like an Austin Powers bit or something. It's like somebody help it's catwoman. <laughs> and then like somebody grabs her and she's like crying. Everyone's running out and she's like <laughs> stops crying and just starts smiling. Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right. We get it. You're bad. Yeah. Did you, did you get an audience? She's the bad She's guy. She's the bad one. I mean, we kind of knew that from the very beginning because she was the one that told those thugs to basically kill patients in the first place. Yeah. I Again, mean, you never see yeah. her face, but yeah. you can tell it's her because that's her voice. She has like the resources of like a Bond villain. She does. Because it's because of the makeup. That, that's what that's, all that's what cosmetic and pharmaceuticals are like now. Yeah. She, um, the courtship of the detective and Catwoman is kind of bizarre. Just like, you know, he's looking at the signatures that everybody has and he goes like, you know, hey man, would your wife go out and save a cat? And the detect- the other detective he's talking to was like, maybe if the cat had a pizza. I'm like, dude, why'd you burn your wife? <laughs> That's so mean. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh. Uh, are we at the scene where now, um... Basically, uh, we find out he finds out that she's Catwoman by like the world's most bizarre. Like, basically, he's got the feeling now of like she's changed a lot and like has been acting a little weird. And basically, take she so he got kissed on the cheek during the heist. Uh, yeah, back at Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, back like, at Cirque du yeah. Soleil. And then he notices, like, huh, there's a glass at her apartment that's got a lipstick thing on it. And basically, like, lifts that and takes it in, and there's, like, a 99% match to yeah. the lower lip. Which, by the way, how do you only kiss somebody with a lower lip? Well, she licked his face, oh, okay. and that's what happened. Oh, and then, okay. Okay, how do you, how does that still lead to a lower lip? Uh, man, I, if you have to I know, ask. Like, the dynamics of that is just. Really bizarre. <laughs> is it with the back of the tongue? Or like, did she not to... even use her tongue? Was it just no, she just kind of poked at him like a, like a chameleon. Just... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, basically he finds out and he's really bummed. 
Yeah, he gets sad. Uh, you know, he basically is just like, you know, we're going to put you in jail. He does the bad cop thing. And he's just like, you know, what's the difference? What's the difference between you and Catwoman? She's like crying. And he's like, I don't even know who you are he's anymore. He's like, you just got to trust me. He's like, I don't oh. You know. And then Midnight shows up, teaches her how to like go through the bars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she And she finally accepts being Catwoman. And in that, she's going to go save the day with Hedera. Um, which leads us to... Like, the worst interrogation <laughs> scene ever where, you know, the detective somehow convinces Adair to admit to the murder. But she's just like, why detective? You make it sound like I'm a suspect. I'm like, why would you say that if you weren't a suspect? And it's like, well, if you have all this proof, then why aren't I in cuffs? It's like you're you're giving so much away yeah. right now. And like he, he gets her in like a way of like, basically it's just like, well, if there was evidence to show that it was you, you would likely be want to get rid of it. Right. And she's like, yes, if there was evidence against me, I would totally want to get rid of that. It's like in theory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, you know, he gets shot. Catwoman jumps in, enter in the most bizarre fight scene between Excuse me, hiccup, two people. Um, it was just kind of hilarious to hear the commentary by Laurel. It's just like, you thought you could save him, honey? You couldn't even save yourself. Yeah, it's just them <laughs> trading like this while mostly Catwoman just punching her in the face. Yes, like capoeiring her entire person. Yeah. As I think where we want to go. Uh, and nothing happening. And like, there are clips where like you just see Catwoman reacting, going like, what the heck? Like, why aren't you like... And, like, Sharon Stone's character gets beat up pretty good. She gets thrown on the floor, gets thrown against a wall. Like, she hits it's concrete several times. through one of those glass it's, portrait yeah, it's things. It's shown that if you, if you take the, use the makeup, lo- like, the, the cream long enough, it makes your skin, like, hard like marble or something. Is she, yes. just, is she swimming in this stuff? Like, usually I just see people put it on their face. Well, not- uh, there's that clip where she's, like, putting it on her entire body at one point, And mm-hmm. the maid comes in. And she's like, ay, señora, Heder, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, go. And she's just, like, putting it on, like, all crazy <laughs> while drinking her martini. Yeah. So you're just like, okay, so she's clearly, like, just lost it. Yeah. Already. But, uh, yeah. And then Catwoman finally succeeds in accepting her true Catwoman-ness because she goes into overtime, as they say, because it was game over. <laughs> and uh, God, yeah. <laughs> it's just so many bad things. And uh, basically scratches Hedera up to the point where, like, her skin, like, starts to, like, crack mm-hmm. she falls through a window sees her face gets distracted long enough that she loses her grip and down she goes dies and that's the end of the Hedera Empire as well as the launch of Buleen. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, Catwoman decides that she has to end things with Tom because she's going to live outside the law and not be well not outside the law she just didn't like his definition of there's good and there's bad because she was more of in between Wikipedia says she decides to end things with Tom by choosing to continue living outside the law and enjoying her newfound freedom with the mysterious Catwoman. And apparently, in the there's a deleted and like, alternate ending. It's not Wikipedia. It doesn't yeah. mean it's right. It's true. Somebody there, wrote it there, on the internet. There's there's an alternate ending where she goes off with Benjamin Bratt, I guess. Yeah, but he goes just like, "Where'd you get these earrings?" And she starts laughing really hard. And he's like, "Did you steal these earrings?" And she's like, "I'll never tell." And off she runs. And and, and you know, then he it just like just really the, yeah. And then just the credits. I have the time of my life. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, 
I love that Sally has a happy ending because she apparently seduced her doctor when she oh, was Oh, yeah, because the whole time oh, yeah. she's like, my yeah. doctor's so hot. Yeah, she's like, future father of my children. Yeah, like, and yeah. she actually ends up being with him at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, Lance is nowhere to be found. Nope. Hey, poor Lance. Poor Lance. Yeah, her like obligatory gay friend because it's the fashion industry. And it's like, he's just immediately cut from the movie. <laughs> like, th- so many lives were affected by this. And we don't get to see what happens to them. Like angry Jesus, greasy Jesus over in the building next door. Will he ever get his amps fixed? Oh, my Lance God. Lance disappears. Will he ever get his bike back? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like what's going to happen to Hedera's boys? Like, you know, like what's going to happen? What about that angry cop who was just like, you know, you be a nice kitty. And then she hisses at him. What's going to happen to him? <laughs> like so many things. That's for the so sequel. many unanswered questions. It's all for the sequel, man. It's all for the sequel that will Although Halle Berry apparently says that she would be interested in doing it again. And what? frankly, I'm like, no. Really? Yeah, I don't need her to do no. this. Thank you. We need a brand new Catwoman, sorry. Agreed. Do you have like a fan favorite Catwoman that you would want somebody to play her? I don't know. I haven't really thought about it, to be honest. Well, if you think about it, like, so the um, the Twilight guy is going to be the next Batman. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Robert Patterson, whose face is shaped like a foot. Wait, Robert Pattinson's going to be the next Batman? Yep. Yep. Yeah. You don't like him? What? I like him because he realized how bad Twilight was and now hates it. And because no he was driven insane by his fans. I mean, I think that, I think he can, uh, the question is, we've had a lot of Batmans. It's like, could they, they either have done Bruce Wayne right or they've done Batman right. Nobody has actually done either completely right. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I'm, I'm holding judgment. Opposed to saying like, but like I could be fine. I just don't see why people find him attractive. That's all. Yeah, if, if you because like because he moped a lot. If you like feet. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. So oh. His 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 head is shaped like a foot. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I also just real quick while we're what, since we're rounding off the plot summary, I really just want to, I have a quote by our good friend Pitov, the director. Oh, okay. Yes. 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 I uh, checked out to see how Catwoman is treated in the comics to make sure that our Catwoman was in the same vein, but I didn't want to be too influenced by the comic book. So he basically says that, like, yeah, I looked at the comics. I didn't want to do that. I was like, different. I am pissed off. I, I wanted her to be like an actual cat. I wanted her to be like a cat, but also like sexy. So, uh, as. What was on Roger Ebert's most wanted list or most liked list? It was Yellow Submarine. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So uh, this film is included on the film critics Roger Ebert's most hated list. Ooh! So wow. look at that. How we're sandwiching good and bad between these. I mean, uh, a man episodes. sandwich. Yeah. Honestly, a man it's sandwich, not you know. the worst movie I've seen ever. So it's just no. weird that so many people think it's that bad to be on the worst list. It's not in the top ten, but this might be in the top like fifty. Right. Uh, evidently, after reading the screenplay, director Pitoff and Jean Rabasse presented to the producers an alternate version of the story that was refused, using the argument that it was too artistic. <laughs> what? So, that I want to like, know what was in that. That sounds yeah. like something Pitoff said, just like, I had this draft, it was amazing, but they said it was too artistic. They couldn't handle it. We're not, the humanity was not ready for Pitoff's vision. Catwoman solved all problems of the world with her in, capoeira. In this one, uh, there, she is no, there's no outfit. She is just a tits out, as they say. <laughs> she fights against the strife of man. <laughs> While naked. <laughs> uh, allegedly, the role of Ophelia Powers was originally offered to Julie Newmar. 
Yeah. Who played Catwoman in the Bat in the Batman series? So that's something. Oh, okay. She, um, yeah, and her Halle Berry's nickname on set was the Halle Cat. Woo! Yes. Mm. Wow. So yes. original. Yeah, that's 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 it right there. Why does she have a nickname on set? I mean, it's not like her name's not that long to begin with. It's Halle. 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 Distinct. Two syllables. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the the one of the other most well-known things is the fact that this is an award-winning movie. It absolutely uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it did win. Let me pull up everything here. A lot of gold in this movie. Uh, so like... it got four, uh, four. It won four of the Golden Raspberry Awards for 2005 uh, for Worst Picture, Worst Actress, Worst Director, and Worst Screenplay. Um and uh, we actually have part of that Razzie speech here. Oh, it's, deli- right. it's delightful. It cool. is. Well, it we is. should say, she showed up at the Razzies in person with her Oscar from, uh, from what was that movie? Monster Ball? Yes, that was it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, basically, so I fast forwarded here. It's about eight minutes of her just, it's about seven minutes of dunks and like oh yeah, one minute of like, I would say maybe 45 seconds of heartfelt followed by dunk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to start at the point that she uh, that she actually brings in her agent. I want to thank my manager, Vincent Serencio. Vince, Vince, here he is. Here's my manager, Vincent Serencio. I want to say, no, no, listen. This guy loves me. He loves me so much. He loves me so much that he tells me that I'm the greatest actress there ever was. He loves me so much that he convinces me to do projects even when he knows they're shit. <laughs> but, that, but that's how much he loves me. That's how much he really loves me. And my only advice to you, Vinny, is next time I do a movie, if, if I get a chance to do another movie, um, maybe you should read the script before you read the you know, Just counting the zeros behind the one really isn't enough. You really gotta read the script. So yeah, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of like her whole speech is like that. Just like I like to thank all these people who were in this terrible movie with me. Brings out what brings in the uh, the actress that uh, played um, Sally. 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 So yeah, she shows up. Oh and yeah, Sally, yeah. Sally the entire time's like. <laughs> Oh, and there's, so and there's one point where she just stares at Hallie's boobs until Hallie turns to her and then she looks back up at her. <laughs> and it's Lois Griffin. The actress who, who does uh, oh, really? who does Sally is the voice of Lois Griffin. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so Weird. it's kind of funny. You've got like two Family Guy characters in like the one the last episode. Time to end one, the yeah. episode. Yep. Let's go. That's, that's, that's the sign of the apcalypse. <laughs> run. Better run. Uh, uh, all right. Um, oh, man, oh, I, I, also, I, this was not pointed out to me until we were discussing it beforehand by Sabrina, which is that I, I, I did not put it together that she, the necklace that she got was the cat's claws. And then she just like, what, like glued those on the end of her fingers. She did something. Yeah. And then like later in the movie, like she loses one of them, I guess, because it becomes evidence. And he's just like, you know, the Mick dreamy picks it up and is like, Oh, right. Okay. This. But then uh, there's a scene where, like, you know, because they're diamond-tipped and everything like that, so she's using them to open up a window, so she does, like, the whole, you know, open thing. But, like, you can see that it's clearly, like, a glass cutter at the mm-hmm. end of it, so yeah. you're just like, all right. Also, they're from Egypt, so, like, you know, connection to... 
This movie the is smart. Necklace? Like that. Listen, yeah. I don't. Oh, I, wow. Listen, I do not have the X Files themes to play, <laughs> so I'm just going to give you a kitten. There you go. You got a kitten. That's that's as close as I'm going to be able to give you on the shortcut machine. I I feel like they have like just so many like turn to the camera wink situations where it's just like look, cat stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see we made a cat joke? It was good, wasn't it? Like she just purged you guys. All right, Halle Berry. Now just eat the tuna like you're like an animal. That was so weird. Like yeah. It's it's such a bad film. They, and, they it, cut to that one scene where she wakes up and she's curled up like a cat, like on like this like balance beam in her apartment or whatever. No, it is. she's like on shelves at the very top, and you don't know right. how she got up there, and that's like the joke because she's like all the more surprised. It's ridiculous. <laughs> any, any last call on Catwoman? <sighs> all right, everybody watch it. I would actually. <laughs> oh, all right, so we know where Stefan falls no, on this one. I would. This is a. This is a watchably. This is a get, like get like you're saying. This is like a get drunk and like watch a bad movie to make fun of it. Very riff tractable. Yeah, this is definitely a movie that's just like. I think going in knowing how bad it was definitely softened the blow. Like, I expected, like, this is going to be bad. At times it was, whew, but a lot of the other times I'm like, this is just a crummy movie. I mean, just the fact that, like, this is a superhero movie and it's like Catwoman, she's the female superhero and the whole plot is, like, her saving women from a cosmetics company. And this was actually a point that I kind of wanted to make, and, and I'm, I'm sorry to derail, but let me do this. Do you think that this movie caused there to be no female superhero movies for like 10 years? So this film, along with Elektra, yes, I think. Because those came out pretty close they, to them. Yeah, they did. They, um, I think Elektra came out in 2006. Catwoman came out in 2004. You've got just these two big A-list stars doing just terrible films. And uh, I mean, at least Elektra kind of had the segue from Daredevil to go in there, but Daredevil wasn't accepted no, at all. That was also bad. Yeah, that was pretty bad. So you have these three films in which there are female characters that could have been something better that just didn't do well. And then we had to wait all the way till Wonder Woman yeah. to come out to at least soften that blow. And then you now have... Like Black Widow coming Black out. Black Widow coming out. You've got Captain Marvel. Uh, you've got... Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 coming out, and then there's been a couple of no, films the or the Orwellian uh, version of I also, yeah. also just like this movie is like who who what was the market for this movie like was it comic book fans because it's like it's not cleaving the comic book I feel like this is just like we have the right like we have the rights and we are contractually obligated yeah. to make this yeah. it just like let's push it out there and hope to God it works well but it's, it's like there's it's so unfo it's the focus is not like it's the, it, like comic book fans aren't gonna like this like I mean it's like did they think like oh women are gonna watch this because it's about like makeup and like whipping, I don't know. I mean, there was a video game that came out that I am not ashamed to say that I owned, and oh that uh, you know, like clearly they were trying to market to somebody. But I had but said who? Before, I know. But the funny thing is, is like I had mentioned it earlier when they released the trailer, it had dialogue in it. It was so heavily criticized that they pulled it from everything, and then they released a new one with no dialogue whatsoever. Good, good sign. Yeah. So they clearly realized we just made a lemon. I mean, I think that the the case in point was the number of writers that it sounds like this thing had. It, like, I think it went through like 14. Two, no, it was like two dozen. And it, they, oh, it was, my God. And they, they, yeah, literally, there were like two dozen people associated with the script at various points. And there was an arbitration that went on, and they narrowed it down to three. 
Yeah, I mean, it just sounds like one of the things that everybody had their little piece of this movie, and like basically, yeah, basically that uh, the fact of just like this person is making it spin towards this way. It's not for kids, obviously. No, it's not for women because of all like the terribly sexist, yeah, the sexist jokes. And the outfit is, you know, it's sexy. It's a nice outfit. It looks good. But her all, all of her powers come from her being all sexed up. Yeah. Yes. She's like sexy fight. She's like the sexy, like, handcuff fight with Benjamin Bratt. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very fractured. It doesn't really make sense of who it's supposed to be appealing. Uh, it doesn't follow the comic book, at book all. plot at all. So you've yeah. immediately pushed those aside. So, yeah, it, it was doomed because it completely didn't know who its audience was yeah yep uh so catwoman uh it is definitely a watch to know it's bad oh sabrina what was your like would you would you recommend this movie i mean if you like the dc universe i think you should watch it just because it is part of the dc universe would you say the same thing for batman and robin yeah. Please tell okay. me you're doing that, so that way I can go to this one. Because <laughs> I, have, I have a lot of comments to say about that. I mean, this is how much I love, it's- like, DC Comics. I will watch the shit out of any of your movies, even if it's bad. Don't let them, don't let them hear that. <laughs> I don't, don't encourage them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because here's the thing. If, if we get to the point where we totally just Our- don't even look at DC, then they will just stop making anything. Sabrina, and that would suck so I'm bad. I'm going to hold you to that because at some point then we've got to watch Green Lantern. Okay. Ooh, that's a bad one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And That's a bad one. They get to watch Ryan Reynolds in the movie that I've, he still makes fun of. I've never even seen it, so yeah. I don't know. Or uh, or Daredevil, but I've Daredevil, seen Daredevil I've seen. Have you seen guys seen Electra? No, I no. have not seen Electra. Okay. Oh boy. The only reason why I watched it was because the Fantastic Four trailer was being premiered the same day that. Oh, the movie other came out. great decisions. Oh, being I know, made. right? So I went in there first date with my husband. Actually, we watched Ooh, it, and wow. I was like, "This is a bad film." I just bought it. Man. <laughs> All right. That's a question. Which of the Fantastic Four films is the worst? Oh, I'd have to say the second one. They mm. keep redoing it, too. Like, they can make it better somehow. Oh, d- I mean, the third one's up. horrible. What is the most recent one? It was a th- uh, the third remake where it was just, like, Fantastic and the number four. Yeah, that was the was one where, like, Doctor Doom can make people's heads explode in a hallway. And yeah, and they go to an alternate dimension, and that's how they get their powers. I haven't going to space. seen it, but I was told that was apparently the result of, like, the like the writer wanted to make it this weird, like, body horror movie. And then they, like, the studio realized what he was doing. Like, no, you can't do that. And so, like, they had to just, like, totally change them. They had to, like, reshoot as much as they could. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And it made it like a very like weird and long talky movie. Yeah. Like not a lot of action actually happens, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. not until like the very end. But this is what superhero movies were in the early aughts. It's like just garbage like these. And like I'm not even a superhero movie fan and I just watching it Catwoman just like I don't know how we made another superhero movie after this. Yeah. Yeah, we actually need to go back with you, uh, Eric, and and uh, go and do some of the like the Marvel and go through like, hey, let's watch Iron Man again and see how that holds up. Mm, I remember seeing Iron Man at some point. I remember nothing about it. Yeah. I mean, I, it feels like I, time has I, waxed that away because it's been ten years. I would actually, Josh, let's. I would let's do a. We, I would totally do a drunken double feature. Let's do Batman, Robin, and Street Fighter. 
Oof. Let's oh get God. let's get. Nice. I mean, might as well do a triple feature and make it a whole uh, whole set of episodes here. So uh, let's 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 talk it up. But I but I will demand alcohol for this because, <laughs> oh man. If you wanna if you wanna watch a really bad superhero film with alcohol, then you're welcome to come over to my place and watch Supergirl. 1984 mm. Supergirl with yeah, you, oh, Helen wow. Slater. I remember you talked to me yeah. about Kevin this one. Slater. It sounds amazing. It's the worst. It's potentially worse than this, and it's got like a star-studded cast in it. Like, huh. uh, what's her face? Uh, Rosemary's Baby. Mia Farrow's in it. You've got Peter O'Toole in it. You have Faye Dunaway. You have Helen Slater, who just started. Wow. You've got like a whole set of people who are in this film. Because wow, it was going to be O'Toole. huge, and it just bombed. Wow. Stay tuned. <laughs> we got a lot of garbage coming up. Oh, boy. I'm excited. All right. Well, it takes care of Catwoman. Um, you should maybe watch it or maybe not. Listener, beware. Yeah. Watch it, watch it, watch it. All watch right. It. And that takes care of us for the Saturday Friends Club over here. Uh, that has been our third episode span. We'll have more ideas of what our next episodes are going to be probably in a few weeks or so. If yeah. you're part of the Discord group over at patreon.com slash Club, you can always find out. And we usually post those a little early. As well as you get the whole batch of the episodes when they are edited and out and ready for digestion. Edited. So you can enjoy it there. Um, you can go ahead and, um, you know, find us over at Twitter, satfriendsclub.com. We are at satfriendsclub.com uh, and satfriendsclub on Twitter. I said. Um, we will see you next time for more Saturday Friends fun. Um, I've got to uh, move through this dial real quick. So I've got to operate the switches and levers that power this, that power this podcast. There's a lot of, uh, it's of a, it's switches. It's a big steampunk oh. machine. You guys don't have elevator music to play when he does that. Oh, the only problem is, is I realize I deleted the outro. So uh, I'm just going to say sleep well, everyone. <laughs>